awakening is not always a dream, but can be interesting if we find something to pin our normal to. Reality has arrived. Welcome. And welcome to the sixth episode of Found My New Normal, Finding Our New Normal, with a podcast host, Olivia Batts. This being said, let us remember that normal is what you need to live your best life, to be the best you you can be. Normal is not what normal has been defined as previous. You define the normal today. So on that note, we are going to read the third segment of The Prophet by Cahill Gibran. It is just after midnight on Tuesday, the 18th of May. It is now May 19th. And I'm going to read this to you and then I'm off to bed. So I thought this would be a nice way to end the day. Um, I hope you all agree with me. Sorry I've been absent for the last four or five days. I've been a bit busy. But here I am for you. So I left you on houses, I believe was the last piece that I read to you. And so we will be starting, and that was on page 37, so we'll be, we will be starting tonight on clothes. He will be speaking to us about, and we will be reading about on buying and selling, on crime and punishment, on laws, and on freedom. And I think we will call it there quits for that for tonight. That will be page 41 through page 54. Okay, and, um... Yes, please do enjoy the listening. I enjoyed the reading. And I hope that you all have a fantastic evening. And the weaver said, Speak to us of clothes. And he answered, Your clothes conceal much of your beauty, yet they hide not the unbeautiful. And though you seek in garments the freedom of privacy, you may find them a harness and a chain. Would that you could meet the sun and the wind with more of your skin and less of your raiment? For the breath of life is in the sunlight, and the hand of life is in the wind. Some of you say, It is the north wind who has woven the clothes we wear. And I say, Ay, it was the north wind. But shame was his loom, and the softening of the sinews was his thread. When his work was done, he laughed in the forest. Forget not that modesty is for a shield against the eye of the unclean. And when the unclean shall be no more, what were modesty but a fetter and a fouling of the mind? And forget not that the earth delights to feel your bare feet, and the winds long to play with your hair. And a merchant said, Speak to us of buying and selling. And he answered and said, To you the earth yields her fruit, and you shall not want, if you but know how to fill your hands. It is in exchanging the gifts of the earth that you shall find abundance and be satisfied. Yet unless the exchange be in love and kindly justice, it will but lead some to greed and others to hunger. 
When in the market's place, you toilers of the sea and fields and vineyards meet the weavers and the potters and the gatherers of the spices. Invoke then the master spirit of the earth to come into your midst and sanctify the scales and the reckoning that weighs value against value and suffer not the barren-handed to take part in your transactions who would sell their words for your labor. To such men you should say, come with us to the field or go with our brothers to the sea and cast your net for the land and the sea shall be bountiful to you even as to us. And if there come the singers and the dancers and the flute players, buy of their gifts also, for they too are gatherers of fruit and frankincense, and that which they bring, though fashioned of dreams, is raiment and food for your soul. And before you leave the marketplace, see that no one has gone his way with empty hands, for the master spirit of the earth shall not sleep peacefully upon the wind till the needs of the least of you are satisfied." Then one of the judges of the city stood forth and said, Speak to us of crime and punishment. And he answered, saying, It is when your spirit goes wandering upon the wind that you alone and unguarded commit a wrong unto others and therefore unto yourself. For that wrong committed must you knock and wait a while unheeded at the gate of the blessed. Like the ocean is your God self, it remains forever undefiled. And like the ether, it lifts but the winged. Even like the sun is your God self. It knows not the ways of the mole, nor seeks it the holes of the serpent. But your God self dwells not alone in your being. Much in you is still man, and much in you is not yet man, but a shapeless pygmy that walks asleep in the mist, searching for its own awakening. And of the man in you would I now speak. For it is he, and not your God-self, nor the pygmy in the midst, that knows crime and punishment of crime. Oftentimes have I heard you speak of one who commits a wrong, as though he were not one of you, but a stranger unto you, and an intruder upon your world. But I say that even as the holy and the righteous cannot rise beyond the highest which is in each of you, so the wicked and the weak cannot fall lower than the lowest which is in you also. And as a single leaf turns not yellow, but with a silent knowledge of the whole tree, so the wrongdoer cannot do wrong without the hidden will of you all. Like a procession you walk together towards your God-self. You are the way and the wayfarers, and when one of you falls down, he falls for those behind him, a caution against the stumbling stone. Ay, and he falls for those ahead of him, though faster and sure of foot, he yet removed not the stumbling stone. And this also, though the word lie heavy upon your hearts, the murdered is not unaccountable for his own murder, and the robbed is not blameless in being robbed. The righteous is not innocent of the deeds of the wicked and the white-handed is not clean in the doings of the felon. Yea, the guilty is oftentimes the victim of the injured, and still more often the condemned is the burden-bearer for the guiltless and unblamed. You cannot separate the just from the unjust and the good from the wicked, for they stand together before the face of the sun, even as the black thread and the white are woven together.
And when the black thread breaks, the weaver shall look into the whole cloth, and he shall examine the loom also. If any of you would bring to judgment the unfaithful wife, let him also weigh the heart of her husband in scales, and measure his soul with measurements. And let him who would lash the offender look unto the spirit of the offended. And if any of you would punish in the name of righteousness and, and lay the axe unto the evil tree, let him see to its roots. And verily he will find the roots of the good and the bad, the fruitful and the fruitless, all entwined together in the silent heart of the earth. And you judges who would be just, what judgment pronounce you upon him who, though honest in the flesh, yet is a thief in spirit? What penalty lay you upon him who slays in the flesh, yet is himself slain in the spirit? And how prosecute you him who in action is a deceiver and an oppressor, yet who is also aggrieved and outraged? And how shall you punish those whose remorse is already greater than their misdeeds? Is not remorse the justice which is administered by that very law which you would fain serve? Yet you cannot lay remorse upon the innocent, nor lift it from the heart of the guilty. And Biden shall it call in the night that men may wake and gaze upon themselves, and you who would understand justice. How shall you, unless you look upon all deeds in the fullness of light? Only then shall you know that the erect and the fallen are but one man standing in twilight, between the night of his pygmy self and the day of his god self, and that the cornerstone of the temple is not higher than the lowest stone in its foundation. Then a lawyer said, But what of our laws, master? And he answered, You delight in laying down laws, yet you delight more in breaking them, like children playing by the ocean, who build sand towers with constancy and then destroy them with laughter. For, but while you build your sand towers, the ocean brings more sand to the shore. And when you destroy them, the ocean laughs with you. Verily, the ocean laughs always with the innocent. But what of those to whom life is not an ocean, and man-made laws are not sand towers, but to whom life is a rock, and the law a chisel with which they would carve it in their own likeness? What of the cripple who hates dancers? What of the ox who loves his yoke, and deems the elk and deer of the forest stray and vagrant things? What of the old serpent who cannot shed his skin, and calls all others naked and shameless? And of him who comes early to the wedding feast, and when overfed and tired, goes his way, saying that all feasts are violation, and all feasters lawbreakers. What shall I say of these, save that they too stand in the sunlight, but with their backs to the sun? They see only their shadows, and their shadows are their laws. And what is the sun to them but a caster of shadows? And what is it to acknowledge the laws, but to stoop down and trace their shadows upon the earth? But you who walk facing the sun, what image is drawn on the earth can hold you? You who travel with the wind, what weather vane shall direct your course? What man's law shall bind you if you break your yoke, but upon no man's prison door? What laws shall you fear if you dance, but stumble against no man's iron chains? And who is he that shall bring you to judgment if you tear off your garment, yet leave it in no man's path? 
people of Ophelia's, you can muffle the drum and you can loosen the strings of the lyre, but who shall command Skylark not to sing? And an orator said, speak to us of freedom. And he answered, at the city gate and by your fireside, I have seen you prostrate yourself and worship your own freedom. Even as slaves humble themselves before a tyrant and praise him, though he slays them. A, in the grove of the temple, in the shadow of the citadel, I have seen the freest among you wear their freedom as a yoke and a handcuff. And my heart bled within me, for you can only be free when even the desire of seeking freedom becomes a harness to you. And when you cease to speak of freedom as a goal and a fulfillment. You shall be free indeed when your days are not without a care, nor your nights without a want and a grief, but rather when these neck things girdle your life, and yet you rise above them naked and unbound. And how shall you rise beyond your days and nights unless you break the chains which you at the dawn of your understanding have fastened around your noon hour? In truth, that which you call freedom is the strongest of these chains, though its links glitter in the sun and dazzle your eyes. And what is it but fragments of your own self would discard that you may become free? It is unjust law you would abolish. The law was written with your own hand, upon your own forehead. You cannot erase it by burning your law books, nor by washing the foreheads of your judges, though you pour the sea upon them. And if it is a despot you would dethrone, see first that his throne, erected within you, is destroyed. For how can a tyrant rule the free and the proud, but for a tyranny in their own freedom and a shame in their own pride. And if it is a care you would cast off, that cart has been chosen by you rather than imposed upon you. And if it is a fear you would dispel, the seat of that fear is in your heart and not in the hand of the feared. Verily, all things move within your being in constant half-embrace, the desired and the dreaded, the repugnant and the cherished, the pursued and that which you would escape. These things move within you as lights and shadows in pairs that cling. When the shadow fades and is no more, the light that lingers becomes a shadow to another light. And thus your freedom, when it loses its fetters, becomes itself the fetter of a greater freedom. Well, I believe that is it for this evening. So that was our third reading of the prophet. And tonight we read... What did we read this evening? Tonight we read... On clothes, buying and selling, crime and punishment, laws and freedom. Leaving us off at... Next session, we will start with Reason and Passion, and that will be starting on page 57. I hope you guys enjoyed that this evening. Um, I'm just tuckered out tonight, so we're going to leave it at that. And, um, yeah, so there we are. And tonight, what I will tell you is that...
let's not forget. Normal is about what normal is for you. Because normal is just a cycle on the washing machine, really. Normal is not about what other people think of you. Normal is what you need to live your best life to the best you you can be. It is not what normal has been defined as previously. I want you to have a great sleep and a good Wednesday. Take care, and we'll see you next time.